0: This is your friendly reminder that your kids are going to make a mistake no matter what you do, who you are, what you taught them, how much money you make. They are still going to make messed up choices. And this is the spiritual assignment that the universe has put on my plate and I realized and I want to share that with you, give you a little bit of the behind the scenes and just share my story because story is medicine and stories make us feel safe. They don't make us feel like we're alone and we do not have to be going through the same experience. We just have to be able to connect to each other through emotion because no matter what we all go through the same emotions and I want to share my story to let you know that you don't have to stay stuck or stagnant in those emotions that you just have to allow and and let it unfold. Hello and welcome. My name is Sarah Elizabeth and I am the podcast host for The Healer's Nest. There's no fancy pants introduction with this one because let's be real, I'm a mom of three. I run a home business and I just started, I just recently picked up a part-time job and that's a whole nother podcast in itself, <laughs> but boo-boo, let me tell you. A bee is tired, all right? And uh, I just wanted to come to you while I had some time to catch up. If you follow me on social media, I know you want to know what's wrong. (laughs) What is going on? So that's what I'm here to share with you. Uh, The past month, we had a family guest in my house. So I've had no alone time um, to be publicly heard or seen. However, I did just recently post a new blog on the dot um sharing the path to healing. So if you're new to this podcast, if you're new to your healing, if you are going through a spiritual awakening or if you know someone that is there's a beautiful blog that I put together just for you, just for them. And just laying down the foundation of what I believe, what it really takes to follow the path to healing. If you enjoyed that blog, be sure to leave a comment and I will get back to you. So yes, no matter who you are, what you do, um, what you teach to your children, the older they get, the more parenting gets complicated. <laughs> and I think about my own experiences being a teenager, and I just realized that we were going through the same thing, but it's just like two totally different environments. I grew up in a very abusive environment. And I am grateful for that experience because it's definitely taught me um, just what's the word I'm looking for? I guess acceptance, um, just accepting people and where they're at in that moment without judging. So what I mean by that, if I walked into your house and it's just completely trashy, um, I'm not going to judge you, especially if you have like 18 kids and you stay at home and you do the cooking and cleaning and raising and taxing and businessing, whatever it is, and your house is just trash, you're safe with me because I that's the environment that I grew up in. And then the the, the other, I guess, difference is that I'm watching the same type of behavior but like I said it was from a a space where I was grew up in a traumatic household but fast forward to now I'm watching the same type of behavior but the house is safe there we have loving parents you get whatever you want like I'm really trying to give my children the lifestyle at as their children That I wish I had when I was a kid, you know what I'm saying? And I feel like every single parent can relate to that statement. We're all trying to give our kids a better life than what we had and, you know, prepare them for success, to be loving people and have empathy and values and morals and boundaries and Christ of their own understanding, right? And I realize. Uh, From my own experience, and I really think as the collective, our kids are going to make mistakes to rectify and heal ancestral karma. Because as I'm watching the whole story unfold on my end, it is the exact same thing that I went through as a child. And being able to, and I'm grateful for that because I'm able to show grace and compassion because I was that young too. I was that stupid too. The only difference is, um, it was very fear-mongering. It was very toxic. It was energetically exhausting. And I feel like this experience came up again to allow me to... Handle that situation in a very positive, powerful, healing way. And this really rings true. Like, I really want you to understand that, especially if you are a person that grew up in childhood trauma with any type of addiction that you've had personally, um, if you grew up... um, in a segregated community, if you grew up in a toxic environment, when we have kids, that same history, I don't care who you are, is going to show up again in your life by this time through your kids. And if you don't hear anything else that I'm saying today, listen to this very closely. This is a opportunity to break ancestral karma. And if you're not careful, you could be easily sucked into going back to the, f- the, the same fear, the same mindset that will make or break a child. Okay? When as parents, when we hear things that our kids are doing, it's not very pleasant to witness or to feel. And instead of stepping outside of our, I don't want to say step outside of our own trauma. I'm hoping and praying that you're doing your work. Okay, that's that's who I'm talking to. And if you're not doing your work. You know, I guess buckle up. Here's here's a dose of awareness for you, I guess. <laughs> I'm telling you now so you don't have to suffer. Um, if we are not responding from a place of healing, not from a place of love, if we're not responding from a place of healing, then... We missed and misunderstood our spiritual assignment at that time. Because the universe is giving you an opportunity to break chains in your family. And first it starts with you. And I know for me personally, I spent the last year and a half healing my ancestral trauma within myself of how i respond and how i think and how i do things and actively participate or don't actively participate what i am am i responding from a place of a trauma response or am i responding from a place that's whole where i'm not holding on To these emotions that's going to make me sick and then make me act out in a crazy way. You know what I'm saying? (sighs) Our kids are going to make mistakes. And this is not a reflection on you. This is not a reflection of anything that anybody is doing. I know that I had some issues and I told my child this yesterday. I know I had some issues. And I apologize for the first nine years of your life that you had to see that side of me, but I quickly realized that that was wrong and it was up to me to fix it. And I did. And so the last, what, mm, three years, I have demonstrated how to regulate our emotions i have told you the consequences or uh, of your actions whether it's good or bad i have told you i'm sorry i have taken responsibility i have let you go and not allow fear to dictate my parenting i know damn sure I have done all of those things. Oh, and while, by the way, being, a lo- being an example of a loving wife and what a healthy marriage looks like, because in the beginning, it was not healthy. It's healthy now. So I know the fruits of my labor. I have been demonstrating that, okay? Oh, and keep in mind, I teach women how to heal. I'm a self-published author, um, I have my own business. I'm a spiritual teacher, by the way. I know I've said that again. And no matter what you do, these kids are still going to make poor choices. So you can only imagine the self humiliation I have felt. When I found out that my child made a very bad choice, I'm like, you mean to tell me that I sit here in my office all day long holding space for women to heal their childhood trauma and and learning coping mechanisms to self-regulate your emotions so you just don't cuss the bitch out the first time you see her, you know, like... And my child made a bad decision that could affect absolutely everybody in this family. And it has. I was thanking God so much the other day when, because I was going through my gratitude list. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I need to find things to be grateful for because if I don't, I'm going to kill this kid. <laughs> And one of the things that popped up in my brain was, well, at least you don't live in a small town. Because if you lived in a small town, uh, it would be published in the newspaper and everybody would know your business. And I was like, you know what? Got it. Noted. I'm so grateful for that because stigma and people's um, unregulated nervous systems skew our perception of what is going on and what we commonly find ourselves doing is judging and speculating and you know well if my child did that this is what i do really 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 um because You don't know how you would handle a situation until you're really in it. With our whacked out nervous systems, our miscued perception, we miss an opportunity to simply listen, to simply hold, to pray, to have empathy, and to be of service to a person who just had their house turned upside down. So that's what I'm really grateful for. And shout out to the people that has been holding me during this time of turbulence. You know who you are, I'm so grateful. because mama would have lost it. I think I have. (laughs) I think I have, but I'm doing all right. Um, It's been an experience for me personally. um, It's been a, I didn't, I didn't know I can, you know, hold space for four other people be the judge and the jury and the lawyer and the space holder and the the victim too. You know what I'm saying? I didn't know I had that in me, but surprise, (laughs) ta-da. And... The thing is, we all go through something devastating in our life and we feel so much shame around it that we think that we are the only ones going through something big, no matter what it is, you know what I'm saying? And all the times where I felt alone when I was like, where's all my friends? How come I can't talk to nobody? You know, why am I here by myself? It was to, but when things really got thick for me, spirit sent me four people to hold me and to hold my hand during this moment and saying, I've been there too, or I've never been there before, but I'm here for you. You know what I'm saying? Uh, because what we're going through is extremely heavy and is extremely sensitive top t- topic. And this just doesn't involve me. And I'm not going to, you know, tell a story, throwing other people under the bus because I am defining their experience. I'm putting my my idea uh, behind their story for you to hear. And I'm not about that life. And two, I can only share it. I can only share my experience As being a mother as being a prior victim myself from a place of healing that's my story to tell so um, the biggest thing that I want to drive home is that well no this I'm gonna tell you a story then we're gonna get off here and it's gonna drive home the fact of this whole entire podcast, which is we have the opportunity to heal our ancestral trauma. So, when I was about ooh, 14 years old, I witnessed my sister, one of my sisters, having a nervous breakdown and she lost it. And at that time, I was very observant of everything that's going on. So I have my hypothesis of how this went down, and I'm gonna share that with you. My sister who had a nervous breakdown, I think she had issues anyway, And it's issues that were not very much understood or talked about at that time, okay? And when issues like that did come up, it was a very hush-hush thing, Um, you know, let's throw them in a psycho home, let's get, you know, we can't tell anybody this because it's going to ruin our reputation, you know, you know what I'm talking about, you know what era, era that's from. And, of course, my mother, at the time, she had she's a single mother with eight kids. And she just endured the fight of her life for the last 15 years. Uh, she was with a convicted felon who made our lives hell for the first 15 years of our lives. Like, it was not... A perfect childhood so she has issues revolving around that herself and so i feel like my sister and my mother they trauma bonded and my mother um loved this kid they hung out together like you know they're bffs now you know what i'm saying and then my mother met somebody else and Took all of her time and energy and efforts to the new person, who, by the way, is a wonderful person. I'm not saying anything crazy, um, somewhere else. And my sister was devastated by that because here she was being filled by someone who she thought understood her. And then now she's dropped like a hot potato and lost her shit. And instead of my mother recognizing that, she got scared. And she signed my sister off to the state of Tennessee. She had no more parental rights. So my sister, who is 15, is no longer in her home. And that is a very traumatic thing to witness because I just witnessed my mother... Signing my sister away out, and the reason was out of an act and desperation for love. Fast forward to 2008. My sister has had a very hard knock life. And she gets with this guy who is a convicted felon. (laughs) see the pattern here and um, had a baby and was unable to take care of that baby and so I took responsibility of that baby fast forward to 2015 I had my spiritual awakening and you know caring for this baby and before well I take that back I was a good person deep down, but I had a lot of freaking issues, okay? And I energetically, between me and my uh, child that I took in, I realized that there was a lot of friction between us. And that sounds so crazy because this is literally a baby and I'm an adult and I'm feeling some type of way that's not uh, healthy. And so I took it upon myself to figure this out and come to find out now. And I knew then that this child was brought to me to face my own childhood demons and now heal his energetic line. Do you see what I'm saying? And I'm sitting here and watching this story unfold and it's the exact same thing that I, that I went through as a child. And not just one event, like five events in one. And yesterday when I was driving my car, spirit told me that you are healing the ancestral karma of abandonment because you have the strength. You have the strength that your mother could not do You are making the choices. Oh, hold on for a second. You're making the choices that your mother could not make because she was scared, and you're not scared. You're not scared. You're taking the actions that your mother should have taken a long time ago. And you're not allowing fear to dictate those choices. I know what you're going through is really uncomfortable and embarrassing. uncertain but I promise you you are answering one of your prayers and it has to go down like this so everybody can realize so everybody can history repeats itself so you can heal it and you're healing it Instead of throwing a child away for calling out for love. You are loving that child. And you're fighting for that child. You're hurting for that child. You are embracing that child. And you're doing the right thing. You're doing the things that your mother should have done. But did not have the will to do. And that brings me so much peace because I really do want the best for my kids. I want the be- I just want us all to be healthy, happy, and whole. I don't want there to be any beef between us. I don't want there to be any dysfunction because I am still experiencing that dysfunction within my own family. Like, I'm cool. Why the fuck can y'all not be cool? <laughs> we don't even talk to each other. I don't I have not talked to my mother. And I talk to her like maybe once every 2 years. I don't want that. And so here we are. <laughs> here we are. Oh. That was a lot. I'm sorry. <laughs> Not sorry, but you you understand. So I say that to say it history repeats itself for us to heal it. And whether you have a mental health a racial a drinking, a drug, a sex problem, and it's rampant, or a financial problem, and it has infiltrated into your family energetic lines, it will reappear. And I realize it doesn't matter how much work that I do, Yeah, it helps everybody else, but eventually that person has to do their work too. And all we can do is realize what's going on. Because when we have that awareness, we're able to make better and wiser choices shout out to Moo, to our family therapist i love this man (laughs) y'all when things get thick um you know spirit brings me the right people and it's so interesting how we have the same concept we just say it differently for him is infogenetics and I want you to google that but I call it ancestral trauma which is the exact same thing and he said exactly this is what's going on and so we're going to address the root of the 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 problem which I have documents and hello I am a survivor of the shit that we went through and I'm just watching it repeat in my son. Uh, but he's not, you know, being tortured and beaten alive, you know, in the process, you know what I'm saying? So I pray that you get something out of this, especially as a mother, um, especially as a parent. And uh, I got to go now. And uh, if you enjoyed this podcast, please leave me some love. And the DMs. You can follow me on uh, Instagram, TikTok, and on this podcast, leave a five-star review. And I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.